0: No stairway.
1: Denied.
0: These are not normal times. Uh, This is not acceptable.
1: Sometimes I guess there just aren't enough rocks. Apparently not. This is The Brian Suits Show. uh, The Secretary of Health and Human Services uh, revealing that they're considering converting Amtrak to abortion track and tracking... uh, railing training people uh well women pregnant women from red states to blue states to get abortion or something like that um and a stack of bodies found in a truck in texas uh, the governor of texas putting it squarely on uh biden's shoulders we'll get to all that and a raft a raft of suspensions for the bariters uh, that more right after this at samson 70 so KTH crying suits here let's get to work with our right-way traffic I'm 770 KTTH. Brian Suits here, and let's face it, Jesse Winker started the entire Donnie Brook, didn't he? Let's let's go back to the left tape.
0: Fielder Jesse Winker
1: will lead things off, swinging a hot bat, nine for eighteen. Here's the pitch, and it's inside, and that hits Winker. Oh, and Andrew, and he started the fight. He's been suspended. J.P. Crawford suspended. Uh, Julio Rodriguez, who had the who had the uh, the the bad form of not being hit in the uh, the first inning? Are you playing the Santana music in the background? That's it, Steve. Yep, great Yep. You know why I'm playing it? Bring in the speed. Does anybody know why I'm playing this? Got, Got your spell on baby.
0: Black magic woman.
1: Because yesterday the Barriers signed Carlos Santana. Oh, they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> okay. From, uh, he's been in the major league since 2010 with the Indians and uh, just signed him a uh, nickname Slam Tana, um, everybody. <clears throat> and uh, he is now a Seattle Mariners. Uh, now, starting at your first base uh, is Carlos Santana. Oh, baby. Uh, everybody, just I'm just assuming this is going to be his walk up. I have no idea what he did for walk up in Kansas City uh, or the Phillies or Cleveland or any of that. But if I, I have no clue, but if he was not doing, you know, Oye Como Va or uh, Black Magic Woman. Because, By the way, I don't count smooth with what's his name? That's Rob Thomas. Yeah, that's on Santana. But uh, it's Carlos Santana and, and Rob Thomas. But.
0: And so I wonder what happens to Ty France, who's normally our first baseman. I know he's what's uh, his walk at
1: music, the Les Marcellays. <laughs> yeah, I get ta-da, it.
0: <laughs> he's on the ten day DL for injuring his hand, so the move makes sense to bring in uh, this first baseman, Carlos Santana. <grunts> yeah. Such a good
1: song. I just you know just start playing it when he's on deck. You know that's uh, anyway. Uh, we'll see anyway. a raft of angels, and uh, and Mariners are uh, suspended, etc. Eight players in total. That'll teach them. And a
0: coach of the Angels received the longest suspension. Really? Uh, it was a ten day. Suspension for his participation in what happened in that brawl in Anaheim because both teams had been warned, "Hey, don't throw at each other anymore." And in the very next inning, the Angels' head coach calls for a bean ball on Winker. <laughs> so, bye bye, you're gone for ten days.
1: Um, well, so that uh, that happened. They're gonna they're gonna meet in early August here in Seattle. And boy, these two teams don't like each other now, do they? So that, uh, well, so forty six people. Found dead, 16 others taken to hospitals after a tractor trailer rig full of undocumented migrants found Monday on a remote back road in southwest San Antonio in Bajara County. Police responded shortly before 7 p.m. last night, and uh, they, per San Antonio officials, 46 people found dead in uh, the 18 wheeler. It was a refrigerated truck, but it wasn't working. Now uh, we'll, we'll uh, get to this here in just a second, but the, I mean, the, the takeaway on this is yeah, it's <clears throat> this country is so awesome that uh, it's it's uh, tragically awesome that people will risk their life to come in here. They'll throw money at a cartel that'll say, oh yeah, well, well I know what you're saying. Well, why aren't they in that truck? Well, because you get in that truck and that truck now, now it's already in the U.S. They didn't cross over in that truck. they They crossed over and contacted a guy who said yeah, my brother's truck is leaving tomorrow. It's going to be a thousand bucks cash. And then they lock you in the truck with forty-five of your closest friends, promising you that the refrigeration is going to stay on. And then for some reason it stops or whatever. And once you're locked in a refrigerator truck, you know it's not like a walk-in freezer at the restaurant you work at. You know, there's not a a, a kill switch. There's not a, a a safety, you know, to get out of there. <clears throat> and the the truck stopped. People are dead, and they're they're dead because they came into this country because they thought there's no consequence. You're not going to be deported. Uh, you're going to be given a little. Uh, I, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to wonder how many of these people had been catch and released uh, by border patrol. But the the story on on certain letters of uh, cable media today is that mean tweet by Governor Greg Abbott. Uh, From Texas, he said, quote, last night, he said, quote, at least 42 people found dead inside truck carrying migrants in Texas. These deaths are on Biden. They are a result of his deadly open border policies. They show the deadly consequences of his refusal to enforce a law. Um, And is there any other interpretation? I mean, whoever is currently setting immigration policy is responsible for not enforcing it. I mean, those those people are here because they were, and that that is like like I say, I'm, I'm going to follow the story. But if they find on some of those people the yellow notice to appear, uh, then um, it's it's going to be double tragic because they did interact with federal border patrol with federal enforcement. If they had interacted with Abbott's state authorities, and, and again, state authorities don't have the authorization to deport. If you're unaware of this. <clears throat> City, county, or state authorities can't deport people. That's a federal thing. But what, what they do do is if you have current warrants and things like that, and guess what? Many, many do. Uh, they'll take them into custody and process them locally. But if not, they'll hand them over to Border Patrol, at which point in 2022, the Border Patrol gives them a citation for entering the country illegally, then a notice to appear. Or, and if you don't know this, the first time you you're caught, by border patrol, that's a misdemeanor, and then you get a notice to appear. Um, if you're deported uh, and you come back again illegally, that's a felony, and then you get an even more yellow ticket uh, for that. But I-, I saw an astounding super yellow,
0: a super yellow, <laughs> an astounding statistic I, I ran across yesterday: a quarter million people apprehended at the Mexican border last month. Quarter million, Brian. You mean
1: in in the United States? In the United States. And
0: and these are people apprehended, not the people that made it in uh, without getting taken into custody. And the other thing with the story of the 46 migrants found dead in this truck, it's really difficult to fathom the level of human suffering that took place before these people died. Oh, it's a nightmare. It, it, it's, it's hell on earth, right? Here's a spokesperson for the San Antonio Fire Department on the survivors. There were 16 uh, taken alive, uh, 12 adults and four children.
1: The patients that we saw were hot to the touch. They were suffering uh, from heat stroke, heat exhaustion. Uh, no signs of water in the vehicle. It was a refrigerated tractor trailer but there was no uh, visible working AC unit on that rig. Uh, we're not supposed to open up a truck and see stacks of bodies in there. Um, none of us come to work imagining that. The police chief of San Antonio, uh, a lovely town, by the way. I, I, uh, I insist you visit sometime. I've been
0: to the Riverwalk.
1: Oh, isn't it great? Mm-hmm. Uh, the police chief uh, saying this. We have three people in custody we don't know if they are absolutely connected to this or not. Um, this investigation has been turned over to HSI. It is now a federal investigation. We turned it over to them about probably two hours ago. Well, that's Homeland Security investigations. So um, there, there's that. And, and, yeah, of course, a cartel. Uh, the, the cartels run the drugs and the people. And uh, so I, uh, really weird, weird feeling. I bet these three people don't know nothing. So that, uh, it's part of a pipeline, part of a business, and uh, it, it runs through uh, Texas, and it runs through Arizona, and it runs through California. So it's, uh, it's ugly. It's very, very ugly. What, what the, the, things that's, the, the stuff that happens in the desert. Uh, back in a second, AM70 with your know all including um, bald eagles taking pets all over Canada, and uh, that and more right after this. Let's get you to work with the right-way traffic. Hey, I'm Seventy K KTTH, your chance to win your Tuesday with no It All, Brian Seats, here with producer Greg, and uh, guess what, everyone have a seat, uh, there's a homicide investigation underway in Tacoma, you're correct, uh, Tacoma police investigating after a man was fatally shot late Monday night, um, this happened shortly before 10pm, uh, the 800 block of East 65th, uh, a man with a gunshot wound to his torso. Police said life-saving measures were performed uh, until he was taken to the hospital. He later died. Uh, anyone with information, call police. Uh, this is the second deadly shooting in Tacoma since Sunday. Uh, a man was killed and further people were injured in a shooting at a home in the 900 block. Uh, yes, it was a very shooty weekend. It's. Um, I'm trying to, I'm going to run the numbers. I'm not sure. But per 100,000 Tacoma might be more shooty than Chicago. And I guess uh, what would my metric be on that Greg? Do I want to look at per 1 cuz per capita? Tacoma yeah, per 100,000 per because what is by census Tacoma is like 280,000? I don't know, but but why wow, does it punch above its weight in the misery index of of uh, shooting shootings per news headline? Uh, or something like that but i i think what would be i think fair would be per hundred thousand um i guess but we'll we'll check that out um i i isn't it, it's weird i know the i know the name of the mayor of chicago because she can't not be in the news forgot the name of the uh, mayor of tacoma um but uh and, and speaking of uh by the way thing two second thing um things that we didn't get to yet this, this kind of uh, I I put it on me. The, the the fault's on me for not seeing this yesterday, and I didn't have time to uh, to beep it out. But uh, over the weekend, uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot I, I, again. I I think we mentioned this, but um, because she has no bigger fish to fry than Roe v. Wade, obviously, and uh, at a pride parade, you know what? Whatever somebody in the crowd yells, you should repeat it back into a microphone. Now we know what
0: happened with the Supreme Court yesterday, and if you read Clarence Thomas' concurrence, he said, "Thank you, f*** Clarence Thomas." Oh, f*** you, Clarence Thomas! He thinks that we are going to stand highly by when they take our rights, our right to marry, our
1: right to have children. Well, there you go. That's uh, Sunday and constitutional geniuses, and and this is and again uh, part de. Uh, Kamala Harris, fresh off of her tone-deaf trip on Air Force Two. Uh, th- this is uh, yet last night in Constitutional Geniuses. You know, it's one thing when you know something's going to happen. It's another thing when it actually happens. So there you go. That's part two.
0: And, and we've got a, a, a clip from Hillary Clinton uh, about Clarence Thomas. Oh, no. Law school with him. Mm-hmm.
1: He's been a, a person of grievance for as long as I've known him. Resentment, oh. grievance, anger. And he has signaled uh, in the past. Blah, blah, blah. When was that? That sounds like boilerplate. That could be, that's an evergreen, as we say. Is there not a
0: certain level of irony when Hillary Clinton is talking about someone with
1: resentment, grievance, and anger deep in their heart? I have never heard person. Wait, did she really coin a phrase, person of grievance? And he has signaled a person of grievance for as long as I've known him. Resentment, grievance, anger. A person of of a pog. (laughs) So uh, there there you go. And then, uh, so I don't know, am I going from Lightfoot to Kamala? Is that third place to second place? That is a trifecta of soundbites we just did. Well, then Wanda Uh, Sykes. We're going to do a quad? And here's the thing. This is not an elected official. Uh, I think Wanda Sykes is funny. She was funny in Curb Your Enthusiasm. She has her moments. I don't even know if she's in it anymore, but she's she's funny. Um, I have met her personally. She's funny personally, and the whole thing. But she, she makes her money in Hollywood. She she has to hate red states. Has to uh, be liberal. And but, but this was on Stephen Colbert last night. She doesn't understand how the federal republic works. I'm a black gay woman, and I have a daughter, so I'm not doing so well right now. I'm a
0: little
1: salty. You're a little salty. I'm a little salty right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll sprinkle a little yeah. salt. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put some flavor on here. It just sucks, man. It, it it really does. I mean, you know, it's like the the country. It's no longer a democracy, right? I mean, we're it's, it's no longer majority rule.
0: No, certainly no, not right? in the Senate. Certainly yeah. not in the representation it's, of the it's, Supreme it's Court. It's not. Yeah. It's
1: not. It's no longer majority rule. And the problem is that middle stuff. it's, it's those states in the middle. That, that, that red stuff. Mm-hmm. Why, why do they get to tell us what to do when the majority of us live out, you know, New York? Literally the opposite of what happened yes. on Friday.
0: The ignorance is palpable. But she is not alone in this viewpoint, Brian. A lot of what I'm seeing on social media is rhetoric like this. People simply do not understand what happened here with this Roe v. Wade decision. And she, she highlights it masterfully.
1: Nobody's telling California. That's the entire point. California gets to California. Washington gets to Washington. Oregon gets to Oregon.
0: There's no red state that gets to tell a blue state what yeah. to do. Yeah, and why
1: does why should California tell Idaho how to Idaho? But um, uh, so uh, any anyway, that's that. All that is the second thing. Now it's the third. thing. Third thing. Um. Well, there's we're being told that a emergency hearing of the January 6th committee has been called for today, and there must be some groundbreaking news or something. There must be. There must be actual footage of Trump dressed as like the Hamburglar or something um, uh, actually doing personal hygiene with the U.S. Constitution. I, I can only assume that 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 must be the big reveal. Well, this is what it is. Uh, former aide to then White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. Her name is Cassidy Hutchinson. She testified a couple months ago by video and for some reason. Uh, whatever's going to happen today uh, has become one of the most useful witnesses for the house. She's spoken to the investigators on the committee multiple times behind closed doors. Um, so video clips from her interviews have been featured uh, by the panel uh, during earlier hearings. Uh, so it, it, she is confirmed that the committee uh, at one point, uh, former chief of staff Meadows said Trump had indicated his support for protesters who were sh- shouting, hang Mike Pence. Um, so th- that's it. And by the way, if you're missing it, Congress is in recess. Senate and House is in recess. Uh, some committee members are having to fly back to D.C. today. So if I was on that committee and this is something that could have waited till after the recess, I'm going to be a little PO. But anyway, that's that's uh, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific today. So I've, I've got no idea. I, all, all I know is I think part of the part of the thing is not – because I'm not the audience. And if you're listening to KTDH, you're probably not the audience either. Um, but uh, I get the feeling that the, the intended audience is really losing interest. This is supposed to fire them up for November. Um, you know, and the Supreme Court reversing Roe v. Wade, you know, is pretty much the hold my beer of, of voter excitement. But I, I just – for them – but uh, I, I, this had better be big. I'll I'll tune in at ten a.m. because I'm curious what it's going to be. Um, but I got to say, if this lands with a thud, then the whole thing probably could be on C-span and just just tell me when you get to a conclusion, sort of a thing. And that's the, that's that's the thing. Knowing a thing is going to happen is way different than when the thing happens. You know, it's one thing when you know something's going to happen; it's another thing when it actually okay. happens. That's the difference between anticipation and then the thing happening or something. Uh, all right, uh, back in a second, AM 70 KTTH. Uh, the uh, latest out of Ukraine: the president's in Madrid for a NATO meeting. Um, how's that going to go? And uh, how's the entire war thing going? We'll be back right after this. AM 770. Uh, let's uh, KTTH. Let's get you to work with the right way traffic. Well, oh, no real changes since. I am some Sony KTTH. It is uh, Brian Suits here i oh, with producer Greg, and I apologize for this audio. The audio is very bad. It, it's from uh, late, late last night uh, at the G7 Summit, uh, the world's uh, top seven economies. They used to do G7 plus one, as I said, just as sort of a participation medal for Russia to act like they are not a third world economy with a first world nuclear force and uh, the whole thing. Uh, or else uh, Putin would throw his toys out of the pram and the whole thing. Uh, but but uh, so there there's a there's a walk and talk, and it's funny. In this in this this is a world where a blazer and an open collar is considered you know really letting your hair down. And so they're there in uh, Garmisch Partenkirchen in uh, Bayern in Bavaria in Germany, uh, where they're big fans of the München Gladbach uh, football. And uh, this is this is sort of the you know in between formal meetings or whatever. It's sort of a walk about. It looks like a lovely evening. And Biden's walking along with Jake Sullivan, his uh, national security uh, advisorish kind of guy. And they're talking about uh, the released phone call of uh, Joe Biden, who never, ever interacts with his son's business interests uh, and and him. Did you hear that voice message? We'll play that later. I did right? hear that voice message. Yeah. Hey, everything's uh, going to be okay, Hunter. I, I, you, know, I, I, you know, they're not talking specifically. Anyway, it's a phone message from, from, uh, from the big guy <laughs> to, to the crack addict guy. Anyway, so this is b- back to last night. Uh, Biden's walking along, and Bi- Biden is going to go to Saudi Arabia and, and bend the knee in front of the, a guy that he said made Saudi Arabia a pariah country. You know, who hasn't dismembered a foe? Um, so, uh, any, anywho, um, Macron has some bad news for him. And, and <clears throat> you know, there is a the French saying, revenge is a dish best served cold. Or is it Klingon? And he doesn't
0: choose to reveal that bad news behind closed doors. He does it yeah. out in the open as they're walking. <laughs>
1: so they're walking along. Biden's chatting with Jake Sullivan. The audio is not great. Macron comes up you from behind you, him. You predicted it for a while. Excuse, Excuse me. me. Sorry, to interrupt you. I... Turn turn. Turn. I so he, now the Biden handlers jump in between the, the camera, increasing the at So anyway, he, the, the bad news that he delivers, and it is cold. it is like a, a Vichy swap if, if you ever of, of revenge, if you will. he passes on. That, uh, that pariah, uh, Mohammed bin Salman, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, and the uh, emir of the UAE um, are at maximum. They're at max production. This is it. Uh, you know, you, you said that fossil fuels are—this is the implied thing here is you, you, you hate them. You hate fossil fuels. The whole thing now, you're begging them to increase production just so that— the price of gas in your country goes down, so that you can, so that you don't have a landslide of red in your Congress. I get news for you, pal. Um, and so that's what's going on. And I don't know. This if... Is
0: my I don't know if, second told me, according to us, that the Saudis can increase a little bit, but one hundred
1: fifty or a little bit more, because they they don't have huge capacities. This is not the news they want to hear, and they're making the faces of. People that don't want to hear this news from this little Frenchman, especially
0: on a hot mic, when they don't know they're being recorded. They
1: have recorded. no idea they're on. <laughs> get out of here with your camera and your microphone Sullivan realizes
0: <clears throat> what's happening and he's like uh, we need to be whisked nope. away here because this is bad news you just delivered to the president and it's going to make world
1: news this is bad why timing, Macron. Ma- Macron may be an evil genius on this um, because if you're uh, let me let me remind you of some recent events uh, recently Macron was reelected recently he lost his entire parliamentary majority because of primarily one big gigantic thing that happened last year. Uh, France has a long-time relationship with Australia. and They had a long-time deal for lay submarines. The Australia finally said, uh, right, we better wake up and spend our own money and start facing the Chinese threat. We need new submarines. And they went around the world and they went to France and they said, we like the cut of your jib. These are exactly what we need. Yours are built for the Mediterranean and part of the Atlantic, and that's perfect for us. Um, your technology is great. We, we don't want nuclear. Don't want nuclear. No. And so the French said, all right, we'll modify them, but we'll cut a deal. Um, and that's going to be many, many billions. Because the economy of France works because of full employment in the shipyards, um, in the aircraft factories and the tank factories. That, that, why doesn't France just buy M1s? So That'd be way cheaper. Well, because Frenchmen don't make them. Why doesn't France buy a surplus American carrier? Well, because Frenchmen didn't make them. And why doesn't France just get on board a standard with Britain uh, and the United States and or buy German submarines or whatever? Because Frenchmen didn't make them. And, and so Macron was served the very bad news last year by this uh, President Biden and Boris Johnson and that fellow down under Remember when he pointed pointed to the video screen and said that fella down under, the Prime Minister of Australia at the time, and and they announced that not only is Australia and the UK and the US forming AUKUS, A U K U S, but Australia is backing out of the French submarine deal, and they're going nuclear. They're going American nuclear. So you you, you talk about the used car dealer on the, on the other side of the yard. Uh, you know, lowballing you—that's what happened to Macron, and he was gobsmacked by this. And you know why? Part of the reason why uh, is because he wasn't offered membership in in the AUKUS. and I'm—it's not because I don't know where you'd put the F. <laughs> there's there's just no way. I I don't know where you would put the F because I can't even say it on the air. I'd have to explain to the higher ups, uh, story above me, why I theorized what, it, what what that acronym would be if you added France to it. But right now it's AUKUS. It's A-U-K-U-S. Okay? Work it out yourself. Anyway, he's pissed at that. Still pissed. And to the point where Australia is going to have to pay a pretty su- substantial fine uh, for cutting the deal and all that. Because he has to explain to the French shipyard workers, union representatives, why there's not four uh, or eight Submarines in their future for the next 15 or 20 years um, because the French have no need for them and they don't like this. And this goes even back further to the two aircraft carriers that Putin had the the bad form uh, to order uh, right before he invaded Crimea in t- 2014. That 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 was pre Macron. But well, that was a shock to the French system. Luckily, someone came in. This is a lot of backstory, but you have to know this (laughs) to understand this. So they have two completed aircraft carriers, and they're going to the Russian Navy. The Russians have paid for them, you know, the whole deal. Then he invades Ukraine, doesn't think of sanctions. No NATO country, no EU country can sell any weapons whatsoever to Putin. So now there's two completed aircraft carriers for the Russian Navy without a home. And France is left holding the bag. And the French, you know, have to tell the EU, we don't want them. You know we're going to cut them up. You know thanks for nothing. Uh, along comes Saudi Arabia, and they buy the two carriers and they gift them to Egypt. This really happened. I, I wish I was making the, this. This is a political thriller playing out last night in Germany. But that's why Saudi Arabia paid cash for the carriers. You know, probably fifty cents on the on the franc or whatever. Give them to the Egyptians. So it's now the Nasser and the Sadat. And now the the, the author of AUKUS, who doesn't know where to put the F, The Macron says, you know what? I think I know where to put the F. Um, MBS and the United Arab Emirates say they're at max production, pal. Um, there, there's not going to be any increase and so, so
0: perhaps the save, up- save yourself a trip to Saudi Arabia that's- So that that's exactly it that's the upshot here it means that Biden's visit to Saudi Arabia next month it might fail uh, to alleviate oil prices it gas will. prices here in America
1: It'll ju- it's a at think of the carbon footprint correct so, uh- <laughs> so I've already I'm at the maximum I'm at the maximum but um, so that's what he's saying. His MBS told me, he said, one of two things. Uh, I met the maximum. Um, so that, that is what plays. It's crazy that we're talking about millions of tons of steel in submarines, in aircraft carriers, in French shipyards, in AUKUS, which doesn't, doesn't have any place for the F. And the, the F comes up to Biden and last night and he says, I got an F for you. I got a big F for you. And that's that's what happened. So anyway, that's what happened, and I guarantee no network is going to give you what I just gave you—the backstory for that. You, you talk about revenge being a dish best served cold, um, which is by legend supposed to be a French uh, saying, playing out in real time last night. Uh, AM seven seventy KTTH. Let's get you to work with our right way traffic. I am Sun 70 KTTH Brian Suits here, and uh, Jason Ratz, by the way, is on uh, Tucker uh, tonight, last night. Tucker Carlson's in Brazil for the week, doing a, for uh, Fox Nation, a, a documentary about how the, the Chinese are going very hard with subsidizing projects, etc., in in Brazil, uh, and it's it's part of the debt trap of Chinese foreign aid uh, and, and all that. So he's uh, he's on that. And uh, he had uh, one of the guys, uh, Drew Hernandez from Talking Point USA um, on uh, yesterday. And uh, here's here's a lo- little bit of that. It was I, I found this interesting. What's wrong, sir? You like killing babies? You love killing babies? Yeah, I love killing babies. You love- he went he, and shot the footage you just saw. He's an investigator. He, he was he was not like hidden camera stuff. He, he's just going amongst uh, some of the virulent, uh, you know, pro-abortion people and, and pushing them. And, and because there, there's tremendous unhingement right now since Friday for some reason and uh and so they're they're saying all the quiet stuff out loud now journalist drew hernandez ran into people like this over the weekend here's how it went what's wrong sir you like killing babies you love killing babies i love killing babies drew hernandez shot the footage you just saw he's an investigative reporter and host of turning point usa's Frontlines. we're happy to have him join us now Drew, thanks so much for coming on so the the rhetoric even a year ago was my body my choice it was a bodily autonomy question it was a libertarian question the guy in the pete Buttigieg judge t-shirt just told you he loves killing babies and the rest of them were saying the same thing this seems like a big change
0: well tucker it's the absolute truth this is a death cult whether it's corporate america whether it's politicians or these so-called activists and protesters and the rioters at the end of the day this is a death cult these people want to murder babies, a human being, and it's interesting. Because-
1: and, you know, I don't know about if I use language that's wrong, but I would say that the the protect abortion, my body, my choice, that autonomy thing, it it, it is cult like. Uh, you, you could say, and and like I say, like like any good cult, you get your talking points from the top, from the prophet, and that's what if uh, if you want to listen uh, to uh, our first hour. Uh, Greg and I were talking about this. I've noticed that, uh, and you can you can uh, text suits s u i t s to eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy. And by the way, we'll check your text at uh, eight thirty uh, with that. But th- they've replaced embryo with zygote um, because no one paid attention in high school biology, and you have to Google zygote like that's that hard. But uh, when when you say embryo, it just reminds people that it grows into a human being, and since <clears throat> since uh, all Republicans treat their children like varmints, that that embryo is going to grow into your varmint and all that. And I should either find that or explain it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And when was that? Like two weeks ago? It was a, some hyper-liberal guy on, even for MSNBC, and, and he, he said that Republicans think children are varmints, that, that they're all protected when they're in, in the uterus, and then when they're born, they're varmints. Uh, and it was sort of his. It was a combination of reaction to Uvalde, Texas, and and all that. So when I say uh, good morning, deplorables, how are your varmints and all that, it's um, you're supposed to be in on the joke. But I realize that's a big assumption. I should go back and find that when the the guy really said that. But but if I find evidence to convince me that you know the meltdown is not indicative of a cult, I'll pass it on to you. Um, uh, you know what? I have not seen. You know, I really don't care about some uh, undergraduate at Evergreen State College. Guess what? She wants abortion to be safe and legal and frequent. Um, and I heard the, the I got I got to get it uh, from uh, the, the the Bill. Bill Clinton was the one who said uh, safe, legal, and rare. Safe, legal, and rare. And it's unmistakable who it is. You know that 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 says if they want it, they want it to be mandatory or something. And and so they've to dehumanize that varmint growing inside of you. They they use zygote, and I mean the talking point went out by, I think I, I I first noticed it Thursday night. I think I'm like what, and they were saying get that zygote out. Well, you've you've got about 48 hours right right after Concepcion, uh, you know, while it's a zygote, and then the the miracle of. Of uh, what's that, I was what's the process called where the cell splits in two and then it becomes Tom Brady, <laughs> blah blah blah. I don't know Tom Brady. <laughs> Wait, how do you spell Zygo? Z y g o t e. Okay, so Zebra, Yankee Golf Oscar. Tango, that's a
0: diploid cell you resulting know. from the fusion of two haploid. Skip ahead to Tom gamuts. Brady. It's, it's a fertilized ovum,
1: and and that's you know, and then and then that fertilized ovum becomes your varmint, and 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 so. Uh, but, I mean, this is the job of progressives amidst the
0: pro-choice, pro-life debate is you have to take the human element out of it as much as possible. and that's use it absolutely much absolutely right? what they have to do. A- and the pro-life movement has to humanize that thing that's growing in the womb. And you played that soundbite there uh, from the person being interviewed by Tucker. Amidst this moment, Brian, I've been trying not to resort to very simplistic language, however much passionate I am about this issue, because it's conservatives' job here to try to persuade uh, our neighbors and uh, fellow citizens that we're on the just side of this issue. And I don't know if you do that just by chanting, baby murder, you like murdering babies, this is a death cult. I I don't think... That there's a tune-out factor when you say that repeatedly. So I would advocate for trying a different approach with your neighbor, I, 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 well, first I would asking say... questions and then trying to unwrap the argument, then trying to find little bits, just the tiniest bit of common ground, and then trying to persuade uh, with some truth and compassion the other side to come over to see the light. So and and I,
1: I would say the same way I react when someone says, oh, you're part of the gun cult. I'm like, well, yeah, it's a tune-out my, factor immediately. Uh, yeah, and, and <clears throat> my my counter argument is well, I don't have a leader. I, I have the Constitution of the United States, and it doesn't tell me what to say because of the First Amendment, which is protected by the Second Amendment, uh, as opposed to seeing people react with pure emotion, and then the emotion becomes the news story, and then they all parrot the same line almost. So, in the same 24 hours, they switch from a fetus. Because some people who did pay attention in, in, in biology know that a, a, a human fetus turns into a Tom Brady and, uh, and, and all that so they go to Zygote. And, and then it's weird how it goes from coast to coast and the network to network, um, you know, except, except Fox or Newsmax or any of those, obviously. but anyone not on that mailing list who, who's, who's on it voluntarily um, doesn't get it. But you what you do is you notice from from former Senator Sarah, uh, Claire McCaskill, from uh, Missouri, um, saying it uh, right through some seventeen-year-old down at Evergreen State College, saying it's just a zygote, as if like like it's a cyst or an abscess or something, or uh, or a carb clump, clump carbuncle. a carbuncle. Don't don't Google it. Don't see an image of a carbuncle. C a r b o n c l e. Just like car carb uncle. The opposite of keto. Uncle Carb. Carb Uncle. Don't Google it during the commercial. Uh, All right. Back in a second. It is AM770. By the way, 830. We'll uh, check your text. 800-465-8770. When we come back, a a local roundup of stuff and junk. And on this day last year, a record was set of Mariners fighting or something. No, uh, that and more. AM770 KTT.